If you were in Cleveland Tuesday, you did, as predicted, experience the hottest temperature ever recorded here in October, 93 degrees, which smashed the old record of 87 recorded in 1952. The news is hot, too. This is The Wake Up from Cleveland.com. I'm Chris Quinn. A pretty intense spat is going on in South Euclid between the city council and the suburb's lone municipal court judge, Gail Williams Byers. In the latest salvo, the council has posted records on the city's website showing that the judge attended more than 20 out-of-town judicial conferences since 2014, including trips over the past 13 months to France, Panama, and Hawaii. And those trips cost more than $20,000. That accounts for just some of the travel of the judge and her staff. A spokesperson for the judge said the travel spending is not some sort of boondoggle, but a good government advocate told Cleveland.com that the volume of the judge's travel is remarkable and some of the travel appears to be beyond the context of her job. Council posted the records so voters can see what the judge is doing with their cash and decide on their own whether her budget demands are as ridiculous as the council says. Earlier this year, Byers submitted a proposed 2019 budget of more than $920,000, but council approved less than $640,000. The city council members have tried to eliminate the court by seeking to merge it with another court, but they were unable to get even their local delegation at the State House to consider legislation needed for a merger. They're not giving up. The drug companies and distributors being sued by just about everyone for creating the opioid crisis have taken their case against the Cleveland judge overseeing the lawsuits to an appeals court. The drug companies want U.S. District Judge Dan Polster kicked off lawsuits filed by Cuyahoga and Summit Counties, claiming he is biased. They originally asked Polster to remove himself from the cases, but he rejected the request, saying no reasonable person would see him as biased. The drug companies argue that Polster's hard push for a settlement in the cases is the evidence of bias. The companies seeking to remove him include mega retailers such as Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Separately Tuesday, Johnson & Johnson announced a settlement of the Summit and Cuyahoga County lawsuits against that company for $15 million. Cleveland has a new law on the books to provide free legal advice to impoverished families facing eviction, something championed by the Legal Aid Society and City Council President Kevin Kelly. The goal is to ease the upheaval that families face by having to repeatedly find new places to live. Council adopted the legislation Monday, and Mayor Frank Jackson signed it into law on Tuesday. Cleveland is the fourth city in the country to establish the right to a lawyer in evictions, joining New York, San Francisco, and Newark, New Jersey. Roughly 10,000 eviction cases are filed each year in Cleveland, and landlords have a tremendous advantage in Cleveland Housing Court because three-quarters of them have lawyers, while only 1-2% to of tenants do. Housing Court Judge Ronald O'Leary envisions a lot of eviction cases now being transferred to mediation, which he thinks will result in settlements that are better outcomes for the tenants. The focus on impoverished families is driven in part by who frequently faces eviction. Research from Case Western Reserve University and Legal Aid found that about three-quarters of those facing eviction are women. More than 70% of those women are African-American. 60% of the cases involve children. 
Big changes could be in the works for how the Board of Trustees operates at the Greater Cleveland Regional Transit Authority. And first among those changes could be a term limit for future board presidents. The most recent former president, George Dixon III, served 24 years before resigning in disgrace and pleading guilty to theft in office for failing to pay his RTA health premiums. The trustees also might cut or get rid of the $6,000 they are paid each year. Critics say many board members already have government jobs where their duties can include serving on boards like the RTA board. The trustee bylaws have not been updated since 1999. No vote on proposed changes has been scheduled. The number of abortions performed in Ohio dropped last year by 2% from the year before and hit an all-time low since the Ohio Department of Health began keeping stats on pregnancy terminations in 1976. What does that mean in raw numbers? Ohio had 20,425 abortions in 2018. That's down from more than 29,000 a decade earlier. Cuyahoga County accounted for nearly a third of the abortions last year. State law makes Ohio doctors report abortions along with some information about the women seeking them, including education level, marriage status, and race. Among Ohio residents who sought abortions last year, 48.3% were white and 44.3% were African American. That gigantic painting of whales on the building between the Inner Belt and Lake Erie is getting a touch-up. The artist Wyland is coming back to Cleveland today to repaint the whales adorning the Cleveland Public Power Building. Why whales and not walleye? Wyland told Cleveland.com's Laura Johnston that oceans connect to the lakes, rivers, streams, ponds, and wetlands, so he wanted to have whales inspire the people of Cleveland and help them understand the connections between the seas and fresh water. When Wyland painted the original 32,000-square-foot piece in 1997, he fished off the shore and caught some perch. The mural was Wyland's 75th, and it was dedicated by then-Mayor Michael R. White, who also named the adjacent park after Wyland. In April, City Council voted unanimously to accept the restoration of the painting as a gift from the Wyland Foundation. Mayor Frank Jackson will preside over a rededication ceremony on Friday. Come back tomorrow for another edition of The Wake Up from Cleveland.com.